0: Praise the Lord. And today we live different from the way that we came in. I, uh, I'm going to share something today. It's, it's kind of foundational, but it's something that we, we, we need to be reminded of regularly. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 24. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, after supper, he took the cup saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Um, I think this uh, verse is very familiar. We we take uh, communion once a month as a church. We usually quote this scripture or something similar to this scripture and we take the elements. It's something that we are very familiar with. It's central to our faith as believers. Um, what uh, I wanted us to focus on is what Jesus was giving us in this word of remembrance. Um, it's, it's something very, very critical for every believer. Um, he did not leave us any work to do because we have come into a finished work, but he did leave us with something to remember amen Uh, the bible says in the book of hebrews chapter uh, uh, chapter 1 and verse 1 it says in the past god spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways but in these last days he has spoken to us by his son whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom also, he made the universe. In these last days, he has spoken to us by his. In these last days, he has spoken to us by his. Praise the Lord. So, so it's very important that we understand this message because that's what he's saying. It's, that's what he's speaking to us through. That is the message. It's the only message. He hasn't changed his mind. And it is the message for this morning. I believe I'm right in line with the will of God today. Praise the Lord. Amen. There's two things everyone needs to understand as a believer in Christ Jesus. Number one, we need to understand what has been done for us. Number two, we have to understand who we are now as a result of what has been done for us. And I think it's this number two that trips us up sometimes. Number one, we understand what Christ did for us. Everybody understands what Christ did for us. It's very visible. The cross is a very graphic display, a very, very visual display that spans across eternity into the present. It's visible, it's clear. But who we are now as a result, I think we get confused. So I wanna just complete the cycle today. Hallelujah. We will live different today from the way that we came in. Hallelujah. Amen. The job is remembrance. He committed these elements, the cup and the bread. He committed it to remembrance, 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 remembrance. Now, now, you, you remember the story. Jesus was with his disciples the first time he introduced this meal, right? And you know how crazy some of those disciples were, you know? You know, Jesus is the Messiah, but if I could give advice to Jesus, if I ever had the opportunity, if it could be allowed me, I would give him some advice on how to choose friends. That's just me. Because some of those disciples were crazy. Uh, if I was Jesus and I was lifting up the bread and the wine, what would I do? What do you do with your family, with your kids? What do you do as, at school as a teacher? Uh, you, you, you have to put in the correction and put it... So I would say, before we take this, Peter... You need to calm down a little bit, Peter. You're too jumpy, right? Thomas, you need to stop doubting. And John and James, they were called sons of thunder. You boys better calm down. This is holy stuff we're taking now. Go pray and then come back, then we'll take it. But Jesus, with those nincompoops, with those fools for disciples and friends, he said, in the midst of that madness, take some bread, just take it, and remember... There's something so powerful in remembering properly eh, that heals every other place of dysfunction in our lives. Our problem is not a self-improvement issue. It is a remembrance issue. May the Lord help us unpack this thing of remembering for us today. Because for many of us, I believe that's the missing link for our walk with God. We understand what's been done for us, but we need to understand who we are as a result of what he has done for us. Let me just give some scripture here. Let's go to Romans chapter 5 and verse number 15. Romans chapter 5 and verse number 15. But the gift is not like the trespass. For if the many died by the trespass of one man, how much more? Did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many? Now jump verse 16 and let's look at verse 17. For if by the trespass of one man death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Woo! Hallelujah. Can we say hallelujah? hallelujah? How much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through one man, Jesus Christ. Calls it a gift of righteousness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the title of my message today, The Gift of Righteousness, hallelujah. This is clear departure from the Old Testament where righteousness was a a product or the result of obeying the law and getting it right. But in the New Testament, it's no longer about working hard to gain righteousness. In the New Covenant, we are introduced to the gift of righteousness. The gift of righteousness is very different from the works of righteousness. It is given to us as a gift. Can we say amen? This has been so helpful for me. You know, in a season of my Christian life, I did not really had a relationship with God. I had a relationship with guilt. Meaning every remembrance of God sparked a guilt in me because God is holy and Pastor Z is not. Right? It's like kind of Adam in the garden. If you remember Adam in the garden, when he heard the sound of God in the garden, uh, he didn't He, he didn't have the, the confidence to approach God. He went hiding, hiding and hiding behind leaves and then hiding behind trees because there's something about your guilt that will only push you farther and farther away from God. There is no remedy in guilt within the house of guilt for that guilt. The remedy comes from remembrance. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, it's quite a shift to... Get this revelation and may the Lord plant this deep in our hearts that our righteousness, our, our righteousness has come to us in this new covenant by way of gift. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, as a result of this gift, two things happen. Number one, who we are has changed. All right? Because of the gift. Second Corinthians 5:21. It says, God made him who knew no sin to become sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. I'm looking pretty good now this, this, this morning standing before you as the righteousness of God. He became sin for us. What's deposited in his account is sin. What's deposited in my account is the righteousness of God. Amen. Hallelujah. It's like, a, it's like, you know, legal transaction. Hallelujah. By the way, this was handed to us by way of will. We had nothing to do with this transaction. It was done separate from us. A will is always prepared for the children, separate from the children. Right? It is handled between the parents and the lawyers. They say, hint, hint, I give my oldest son all of my possessions and my car and my hint, 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 hint. Okay? That's what, that's what a will is. When Abba makes a will, I'm not present. He is present. With the law enforces, right? But upon death, which is not coming anytime soon, in Jesus' name. Amen. She tried last year and we put death in death. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So, so we're still around for now. But in the case of a will, everything upon death comes straight to me, whether I'm aware of it or not. Whether I want it or not. I have my name has been put in the will. God uses this kind of legal language to describe what He has done for us in this new covenant. Hallelujah. And, and, and what God has done for us by way of this gift of righteousness, the blessing of Abraham, the righteousness of God, it is deposited to our account by means of a will. Meaning we had nothing to do with this, meaning that the deposit has cleared all the security. And I'm 100% bona fide righteousness of God right now. The gift of righteousness. See, I could preach real like fire and, and, and yell at you. But it doesn't change the deposit whether I'm yelling or speaking, sitting down or standing. It's the same deposit. Hallelujah. So let that deposit preach this morning. Praise the name of Jesus, authority has been given me, Luke 10, 20, Luke 1019, over all the power of the enemy, nothing shall by any means harm you, hallelujah, you African believers who are always worried about the devil coming in the side door, in the name of Jesus, <laughs> nothing by any means shall harm you, you know, African believers, come on, let's be truthful now, we are more concerned with the, de- the devil than we are with Jesus, eh? know it's true don't look at me like that in the name of jesus hallelujah whether you are you know even when when i wake up in the morning the devil is on the run because the the righteousness of god woke up in the morning the sons and daughters of god woke up in the morning hallelujah i'm not running from him he's running from me because i've received an inheritance i've received the righteousness of god by way of gift I am who I am, not by my effort, but Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. Hallelujah. So I'm looking pretty good right now. And not because I brushed my teeth this morning, which I did, by the way. But because I am the righteousness of God by way of the finished work of Jesus Christ. The New Testament is very different from the Old Testament. This blessing had nothing to do with me. I have been handed a finished work. The gift of righteousness. Hallelujah. Not only is it a matter of who I am, but this blessed me. I was talking with Gashay the other day, and we were talking, and he said something, it blessed me so much. It's not just who I am that's the big deal, it's whose I am. Yeah. See, I could not claim this as an old covenant believer. You know, because everything was in shadow and was waiting until the manifestation of Jesus. But when Jesus appeared and when he completed this finished work, hallelujah. The check cleared, hallelujah. The deposit has cleared all clear- security clearances, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And not only who I am has changed, but whose I am, Jesus. Now, now look! Look what he did! Look what did, I didn't do this! Look what he did! Romans chapter eight and verse sixteen: The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children, or the sons and daughters of God. Mm-hmm. Galatians four six: Because you are His sons, God sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, the Spirit which calls out, Abba father hallelujah it's not just who I am that has changed it is whose I am that has changed hallelujah I belong to him and he belongs to me hallelujah I give praise to God hallelujah the old testament is focused on behavior the new testament is focused on remembrance because we've been handed a finished work hallelujah in this last day he has spoken to us by his son so I was thinking about this and I think I'm on to something now um, a finished work needs no additional contribution because the work is finished, right? So think of it like this if you have a car and the car is filled to the top with gas, somebody say, Amen. That's a good feeling, you know, when you're, you know, there's a difference when you drive with a full tank and different when you drive, you, you know what I'm feeling, you know, it's just something about your mood, you know, there's something about your attitude, it's reflected, you just, you have a sense of confidence when it's, yeah, uh, you, you give rights to anybody who needs when, you know. But I don't know what happens when that's low. Like all of a sudden the devil manifests. It's like you're, you, 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 you don't give to anybody who asks. On, you know. Anyway. The car is full of gas. Right? The oil is changed. The car is serviced. And washed. Inside. And outside. Everything is, is finished. All That is required of you when you come to your car is just to turn the key come on somebody you don't have to do anything else because the work on the car is finished hallelujah and i think it's a good illustration for what we have in this new covenant everything is finished Hmm? all we need to do is add the remembrance now if you don't turn the key you will be living like a person who does not have a car Although everything is finished, it's not accessible to you because you didn't turn the key. But through the turning of the key, that which was dead comes alive. And now you can go anywhere, any speed, with any flavor you want because you have... Access the, by turning the key. In the same way, we have been given a finished work. This means the righteousness is mine by way of gift. The grace of God is mine by way of gift. The son and the daughter is, uh, of God is finished by way of gift. Hallelujah. Can, can we say amen? Yes. The authority, hallelujah, over all the power of the enemy. It's not given to me through working hard. It's given to me by way of gift. Gift, gift, gift. Everything is there. The gas is full. The car is cleaned. It is a finished work. Remember me, he said. Hallelujah. Somehow remembering unlocks the power of the covenant. We are the beneficiaries of God's blessing. The Bible says that we have access now to the covenant blessing of Abraham. Can I help you with the blessing of Abraham? I was wondering, you know, this blessing of Abraham. You know, how was Abraham blessed? Because in Jesus, that's what I have received, right? Genesis chapter 24 says that now Abraham was old and well advanced in years. And the Lord God had blessed him in every way. I'll take two, please. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. We have been blessed in every way. There is not one thing that has not been provided. It is a finished work. Hallelujah. The key. He said, Remember me. Remember me. Don't work harder. That's Old Testament. Remember me. So, if that's the instruction we have been given, it's imperative upon us to really unpack this thing of remembrance. We need to understand this properly because that is the thing that He has left with us to attach to the finished work. Right? Remembrance. We need to up our remembrance game. Some of us are. Uh, are our believers, but poor rememberers. Rememberers? That's a new word. It's official now. Write it down. Eh? We are we are not, it's not the fact that we're not saved. We are saved, we're just poor rememberers. May the Lord give a resurrection today in the department of remembrance in Jesus' name. Amen. May something happen in our remembrance game today. Hallelujah. It's a fight between remembrance eh, and forget, forgetting. Pastor Mark till, said one time, he said. Uh, and I thought it's so powerful. As believers, our problem is that we tend to forget what we're supposed to remember and remember what we're supposed to forget. May the Lord help us today. Now, I wanted us uh, to, un- uh, I-, I did some artwork this-, this week preparing for this message. Okay, to remem- uh, remembrance requires intentionality. Okay, Uh, we don't need to work hard at getting better. We need to work hard at remembering better because it's a finished work. So let's put all of our attention on this thing of remembrance. The game of remembrance—it's a fight between focus and distraction. Mm? Everybody say focus and distraction. All right. In heaven, there is no distraction. Everybody knows where to focus on, what to focus on. It is clear there is no deviation in the earth. It's full of distraction. We are citizens of heaven, but we live in the earth, and we are fighting against this thing called distraction. All right. Now, I just want to give a picture of what I was working on. When I, I, I didn't, it's long chapter, so I didn't go into. Uh, I didn't bother to read it. Maybe you can read it at home. But in Revelation chapter four and chapter five, we have a beautiful picture of the throne room the throne room scene with the sea of glass and Pastor Z right there on the yes I told you I'm the righteousness of God, leave me alone (laughs) alright, but the throne room it describes what it looks like right there in real time Okay, if, if, if we were to get a small snapshot of, of you know, they didn't have sna- Instagram when they wrote the Bible. If they did imagine what the book of Revelation, how many likes would, that, would, that would get, right? All right. Uh, but John gives us a picture in words of what that looked like. Hallelujah. And, and it's actually going on right now. To be absent in body is to be present with the Lord, right? So it's going on right now. If we leave this body, we're, we're there, eh? finding our place around the throne room. And so it's it's very detailed and described about... Uh, we see the precision of God. The accuracy of his construction. Uh, how he's very intentional and it's very... Uh, a good word. I couldn't use this word in Amaringa because I couldn't find the equivalent. Symmetrical. God is an engineer, scientist, physicist, and all that right he's amazing now now i never saw this before this is just like i think the spirit of god really gave me something all right um i i, I gave I, I drew some pictures if we could put picture number one please i did this all by myself give me some appreciation and love in here come on i'm church was really proud of me man <laughs> This took me a long time. By the way, don't laugh, because the things that pass for art these days, right? I don't know if you see some of the stuff. This could go for millions of dollars in art some, way, some I've seen stuff like that. I've seen some of the stuff they sell. It's like, did a kindergarten student paint this, or did it, and people are, like, ooh, ah, millions of dollars. Anyway, just if you have any context, just I'll uh, give them my number. So this is a very simple scale model of the throne room. The Bible says that there is a throne with a person seated on the throne. In, in chapter 4, it says there's a person seated on the throne. In chapter 5, it tells us who that person is. It looks like a Lamb of God that was slain from the foundation of the earth, standing on the throne, hallelujah. So in the middle is the throne, which is Jesus, the Lamb of God. Surrounding the throne is four, four beasts, right? So it looks something like this. Surrounding the four beasts are 24 elders. Can we show the, twi- the next uh, uh, slide, next picture? All right, so this is, I did this too by myself, thank you. All right, so the, the, the red, just so there's no confusion, the red stands for the, the beasts, the blue stands for the 24 elders. All right, it's not 25, it's not 23. 24. Now if you do the math, that means each one of the four beasts has six elders, right? Because in my mathematics class, they taught me that six multiplied four... Did I get that right? You all got quiet, I'm getting nervous. Okay, So it, 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 and it says specifically that the beasts surround the throne and the elders surround the beasts okay and everybody is surrounding but in the center is the lamb of God seated on the throne the centerpiece the focus of the entire heavenly armies is the lamb of God seated on the throne so there's only one who gets center attention in heaven the lamb of God everything else builds their lives in focus symmetrically around the lamb around the 24 elders is an a, a, a countless multitude of thousands of poems, thousands in the Amharic language, is the word elf is just an endless mass all bowing down and saying, Worthy is the Lamb, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. The beasts do nothing, nothing, meaning they're not distracted. They are focused. This is a lesson in focus. They do nothing but bow and say, holy, 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 worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive glory and honor and wisdom and power and strength. This is going on right about now in heaven. On earth, we're worried about what we're going to do for lunch after service. On earth, we're wondering, how am I going to get home with the traffic at the AU meeting today? So this is the picture, but what we're seeing is not just position, we're also seeing a lesson in focus. Alright, listen on focus. Remember that the battle we are all fighting as believers is the fight between distraction and focus. On earth we are distracted, in heaven there is no distraction. Right, so that's the difference between us and them. So on earth we need to up our focus game. Okay, now look, look what happens. I did this all by the Holy Ghost. Are you ready? If you draw a line in the direction of everybody's focus. Alright. Now look what happens. Number one. Next slide, please. Look at that. You didn't see that coming. The beasts are all focusing uh, on the the Lamb of God. The black lines, by the way, that represents focus. Right? But the 24 elders, the Bible says the 24 elders, they would watch the beasts. And when the beasts bow down and worship the Lamb, whoo! The elders watch the beasts and they also bow down and worship the Lamb. So the, be- the elders have one eye on the beasts. I know that sounds funny. These are good beasts, okay? One eye on the beasts and the other, based on the worship of the beasts, the elders also worship the Lamb, right? Now watch this. Are you ready? Are you ready to be blown away? I didn't get this from anyone, by the way. This is past disease science and geometry, right? I need a raise. Uh, next slide, please. Now, now look what happens. The, 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 the elders are watching, focusing on the beasts, worshiping the lamb, but when they see them worship, they also focus on the lamb. And you can see when everybody does their job, we have an amazing, symmetrical, beautiful, eyeline focus with Christ Jesus at the middle, everybody doing their part. This tells me, hallelujah, that if the elder's job is to focus on the, the one in front of them. Kind of like what Paul said. Follow me as I follow Christ. That's what Paul said, right? So follow me as I follow. If the leader is not following Christ, you have permission to move to the one that does. Right? So it's, it's the, the, the elders follow the beast following Christ. But as everyone finds their place. Hallelujah. Number one. When the focus is right. Number one. You have no issue with the elder next to you. Everybody is beautifully aligned. There is, there is harmony when focus is aligned. The elders are not fighting each other. They're too focused to be fighting. Ooh, that's a good word right there. That's the word. That, oh, they are too focused to be fighting, number one. But number two, as each person does its place, we're creating a beautiful picture, a tapestry that perhaps would not be so visible if we were not focused. Hallelujah, which means that our job as the people of God who are an extension of this throne room on earth. Our job is to find our place, hallelujah, and also join all of heaven in focus, hallelujah. Because when we find focus, it bears fruit, fruit of harmony with our neighbor. Why is there so much fighting in the church and -and so-and-so doesn't talk with so-and-so anymore? Not because they're such terrible people, it's because they're not focused. Focus puts you in your place of harmony but it also causes you to create and join a beautiful tapestry that goes on and on and the Bible says, hallelujah, that when we find this order, when we walk in love for one another, that's how the world will know who he is because the picture is so beautiful by contrast by contrast the book of judges said that in those days israel had no king and everybody did as they saw fit when everybody does what they saw can you imagine what kind of picture we would not have a picture if everyone every elder did what they want it would we would lose the the beauty it's not that you're not saved it's just that you're dysfunctional Hmm? there's too many dysfunctional saved people in the world today. That's our problem. We, we don't heal dysfunction by function. We heal dysfunction by focus. They are focused in heaven. We are distracted on the earth. Let me tell you something I learned in ministry. One of the things that caused us to be distracted from, the minist- from, from, from Jesus. As ministers particularly. Is the ministry of Jesus itself. Because the ministry of Jesus. And the finished work of Jesus. Are two different things. And sometimes we mistake, as, 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 as leaders, we mistake uh, thinking that being involved with the ministry of Jesus, that equates as, as, as ministry unto Jesus. That's not ministry unto Jesus. None of the elders are doing nothing else. The beasts are doing nothing else but taking their place and focus, hallelujah. Focus on the Lamb of God, hallelujah. And it's just a little few degrees off. The ministry of Jesus and the finished work of Jesus is so close. It almost looks the same. But how many of you know, like if a plane is flying from point A to point B and it's a small little degree off at the launch, it will end up in Japan when it was supposed to go to Sydney. It's because it's because that little degree of focus can take That's why in ministry you can get so depressed wondering what's going wrong because you were ministering for the Lord. Ministering for the Lord is not focusing on the Lord. There is a difference. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And He is good. He is beauty. He is beauty defined. Focus is healing. When we focus with the things that heaven focuses on, we are in agreement with heaven and earth. Did not Jesus pray, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven? Where well, we already have the picture of what is going on in heaven. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And when we agree with heaven, when we agree with God, the fruit of that is peace. Because righteousness is a gift, and embracing the righteousness is brings the uh, the fruit of 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 peace and the fruit of joy. Hallelujah. Whew. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Are we good? May the Lord bring a revival on remembrance and a revival of focus. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to wrap up with this. My first closing. In Luke chapter 10, we have the story of Jesus visiting the house of Martha. And Mary, remember the story, and um, the Bible says that Mary uh, uh, was distracted by all the preparations that needed to be made. Mary sat at the feet of Jesus, uh, listening to everything that he had to say. <sighs> so Mary is focused. Martha is distracted. This is a lesson, object lesson in distraction and focus. Who is Martha working for? Jesus, right? But she's distracted by working for Jesus, from the ministry of Jesus, right? And as a result, she became worried and upset about many things. Jesus said, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things. She's not only worried, upset about many things, she's offended at everybody, Hmm? working so hard for Jesus all these years my back is tired I love Jesus trying to help Jesus trying to. all these people just watching me serving Jesus somebody needs a revelation of my great investment in the ministry of Jesus nobody's giving me any attention nobody is recognizing how much I put into how much sweat is dripping off my brow I'm the one who loves Jesus around here because no one is working as hard for Jesus High Beza church volunteers uh-huh. High Beza pastoral team now, this is the thing. Ma- Martha was saved, but she was distracted. As long, eh? uh, and as a result, she was worried and upset about many things. Without focus, although we are saved, without focus, we are no different from an unbeliever. Because the things that move them becomes the same things that move us. Focus has to be intentional. Focus has to fight against the op- Uh, the invitation to distraction. Praise the Lord. Mary was focused and we have no record of Mary being worried and upset. Hallelujah. In fact, we see Jesus speaking up on her behalf. It's not a matter that Martha is bad and Mary is good. That's not what, what we're talking about here. The issue is that Mary was focused and Martha was distracted. And Jesus' prescription for the distracted is, for us is no different than the prescription that he made for Martha. Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things. Only one thing is needed. Hallelujah. Mary has chosen what is best and will not be taken away uh, from, from her. Can we say amen? amen? I recommend, this is how I do it. I recommend if the shoe fits, wear it. Two times a day, morning and evening, just like the Old Testament sacrifice system. They've sacrificed every morning and every evening in the Old Testament. I recommend if you're a child of God, stop your day. Make time in your day. Budget for a focus in the the morning and focus in the evening. And don't focus on your to-do list or even your to-do list for Jesus. Focus on Jesus period. Hallelujah. It will do something in your focus that does something in your remembrance that opens the car to the blessing that's already yours. It's already in your account. Hallelujah. See, we have to fight distraction because that's our greatest enemy. If I was the enemy, I wouldn't blow you up uh, with a gun. I would distract you because then you blow yourself up. And take others with you. All right? The Samaritan woman, I was talking about this with Abba, my second closing. The Samaritan woman had a lot of problems. If you remember John chapter 4, she had had five husbands. And the one she was with was not her husband. And she, she also was very religious, convinced of, of religious doctrine and, 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 and caught up in, in, in that. She was also very racist and tribal, all right? I don't have nothing, I have no idea what that's all about, but she was, all right? And she had all this weight and problems and then she met Jesus. If it was you or me, imagine the kind of counseling and pills that we would have to prescribe for this woman. But Jesus didn't prescribe anything for her. He just introduced himself to her. With the words, I who speak to you am he. He healed all of that drama. All of that mess. All of that. I I would suggest that focus is good for your health. Focus is good for your dysfunction. Focus is a healer. Focus changes the game. And when she saw him, everything was healed through seeing, seeing him. Hallelujah. So may we, God help us in our remembrance game today. May God help us in our... The work is finished. It just needs some focus. Jesus is not going to add any more work to the work that he has already done because it's finished. But if there is a work to be done, it's in, it's in the remembrance. We are transformed, not through doing better. But we are transformed through the renewing of our mind. And what do we renew our mind with? I believe nothing is more powerful than renewing the mind is focusing on Jesus. Putting him front and center. Can we say amen? Amen. Yeah. May the Lord help us today. May this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Peter, my third closing. Peter and John. The Bible says Acts chapter 3. They were on their way to the temple at the ninth hour, the hour of prayer. On their way, they saw a man who was lame and begging for money, right? Remember what Peter said. He said, Silver and gold I do not have, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And picking him by the hand, he helped him up, and the man, amazing. They walked in. He was jumping and leaping and praising God. Peter and John were walking with him. Now, m- m- be mindful—they were not coming out of prayer, like full of power and sh- da da da. Yeah, yeah. And healed, healed. No, no, no. They were going to prayer. They healed the man on their way. You know how we do it. We're Pentecostal. Come on. You know how it is. We pray up, get fired up, get juiced up. Yeah. and then we go and pray for people because now we got it no 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 Peter understood that I already have it my having it and not having it is not dependent on my prayer I had it before or whether or not I pray. hallelujah he said he, he, he had a remembrance game victory because he, his language such as I have he knew he had something he said, well, let's, let's just try this out. Let's hope this works. Come here, come here, come here. No, no, such as I have, give I thee. I have something, here you go. So then if he has the power, what does he go to prayer for? But prayer, the New Testament translation of prayer is just audible worship. Just to go and give praise to God, worship God, fellowship with God. I in you, you and me. You don't go to prayer to get power. The power is already in your in your account. Hello. Yes. Eh? You go to prayer just to hang out with your father. You just, he, he, he longs to hang out with his children. Adam, where are you? Let's hang out in the garden, in the cool of the day. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Peter did not pray and get power and heal the man. He was on his way to prayer to get power. Hallelujah. Uh, he, he was on his way to prayer with, with power. And, and miracles happened. Now this is, the, this is amazing because after that, amazing things happened. People went crazy. Everyone's talking. This man, wasn't this the man who was lame? Yes, it was the man who was lame. Look what happened to him. Lord, look at such a uh, uh, gagata. Hmm? Come on somebody, gagata. Everybody say gagata. Yeah, something crazy has happened here what's going on everyone's running around and then when Peter saw this my God look at the words of Peter why are you looking at us as if by our own power and might we made this man well it is by the name of Jesus and the faith that comes in his name that this man was healed right whew so, so, so you know what that tells me? Peter had it before he went to prayer, and after the miracle, eh, eh, he was focused on, on Jesus, eh? before and afterwards, when the miracle happened in the midst of the gagata, he's still focused on Jesus. The the miracle, you know, one of the dangers of miracles or power. I love power. I love miracles. I love what the power of God can do. But the power of God is designed to focus on Jesus. The focus should always be on Jesus. Amen, amen. Hello, Beza Church. You see, I, I like what Peter and John said. I mean, yes, God uses men and women of God. Praise God for them. But it's all about Jesus. He said, this miracle... Why are you looking at us? As if by our own power and might. It is by the name of Jesus. It's all about Jesus. And the faith that comes by that name. That this man stands before you healed. Today, hallelujah. Whether we are on our way to prayer or walking away for a miracle. Whether we are in a destructive lifestyle like the Samaritan woman. Or a worried and upset like Martha. The answer for all of us is one and one only. Hallelujah. We need to kill distraction. We need to kill the distraction. Distraction of the blessing. We need to kill the distraction of the miracle. And everybody needs to take their place in the throne room and find their focus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because, because focus is our greatest, uh, distraction is our greatest enemy as, as believers. May it be on earth today at Beza Church as it is in heaven. May it be on earth today as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. May the focus of heaven find a home on earth today. Hallelujah. Can we say amen? Is this all right? Are we good? All praise and glory, majesty, power, honor, and dominion unto you, King Jesus. We are grateful, Father God. We are so, so grateful. We bow before, you. I thank you for this word, hallelujah. I thank you that there is no more distraction, hallelujah. Father, that your healing has come through focus. Your deliverance has come through focus. Your ministry to your people has come through focus. I give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' name. And everybody said, "Amen." amen. Hallelujah. have have a a blessed week in the Lord a focused week in the Lord in Jesus name we'll see you next week God bless you